You're listening to the Marginally Geeky Show, the Epically Geeky Book Club. Greetings and welcome to the Marginally Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight I'm joined by Chris and Ray and Sean. How are y'all doing? Hello. Yeah, we're here. Peachy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tonight's uh, book we are reviewing is Half a Soul by Olivia Atwater. Uh, This was your pick, Chris. Uh, so let's, let's start off with why did you pick this book? Cause the lady at the bookstore recommended it. <laughs> okay. It was the same person who recommended a house on this really seat. So, Oh, okay. I did enjoy that book. So, okay. I, 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 I get it. That's okay. <laughs> cool. So like, did you say it all? Like this is the type of thing you're interested in or was it just well, like. Well, Ray felt compelled to talk to people that day. So he asked. <laughs> what this person would recommend. Uh-huh. So, was, yeah, we started talking about like different books and stuff. Like I that. was wandering around. I, and, yeah. And so I did. I was like, so like, yeah, what do you recommend? What is kind of the stuff we're into? What do you suggest? And yeah. so that's when, yeah, she brought out House in Surly and Sea and, and then this one. And this and, one and something else. I can't remember. Yeah, but I, I know I took a picture uh, of everyone that she recommended. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's see here. Uh, you want to give us a brief rundown about what it's about? Do you want me to read the back of the book? Sure. That's fine too. <laughs> it, it's there for a reason. So, <laughs> well, the blurb on the back of the book, uh, says, uh, ever since she was cursed by a fairy, Theodora Eddings has had no sense of fear or embarrassment, an unfortunate condition that leaves her prone to accidental scandal. Dora hopes to be a quiet, sensible wallflower during the London season, but when Elias Wilder, a handsome, peculiar, and utterly ill-mannered Lord Sorcerer, discovers her condition, she is uh, instead drawn into dangerous fairy affairs. Oh, woo! How scandalous! I know, right? <laughs> um. All right. Well, let, let's start off with our initial impressions. What was uh? What was your? What's your initial impression of the book? Chris, did you enjoy it? Not? Yeah. So first of all, the London season is a basically a bunch of balls for a bunch of moms to put out their daughters saying, hey, marry her. Uh, it's usually like a few months, like a chunk of months, and then it's done and then you do it again. And it's like a coming out of all these 16 and 17 year olds. Um, I thought I, I, I really liked it. <laughs> Initially, I mean, it always takes me a few chapters to get into a book anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I, I found it delightful. All right. Ray, what were your initial thoughts? Uh, it, it did take me a little bit to get into the book uh, and find the right speed to listen to. Um, <laughs> I'm n- Normally I listen to books at one, it's like, uh, you know, just normal speed, like mm-hmm. one times. Sometimes I'll bump it up to like 1.5 if it's a little bit of a slower reader or if it's uh, somebody that I'm, um, I'm a little impatient I'm listening to. Uh, this is the fastest I've listened to a book, which was 1.7 times. Uh, <laughs> but uh, overall, the, the book won me over. Okay. Sean, initial thoughts? Yeah. Uh, wasn't my cup of tea. Um, uh I was struck at the beginning of the book, like it was the premise of the book. Like they jumped into it, like two paragraphs and it was like, Oh, she has half a soul. And then, which was like, all right, they want to really move ahead with this. But as the book carried on, some of it was not too bad, but I am not into that, the whole ball scene and marrying off your daughters and all that. And I just, I cringe the whole time. So, like, even though there were some decent parts of the book, mm-hmm. overall, yeah, I returned it. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to listen to it again. I figured. <laughs> um, I will say it, it did win me over. I did enjoy it. Um, uh, definitely not something I would pick. I, yes, the whole, mm-hmm. the whole scene of, you know, the proper manners and then how you do this and, you, you talk to someone in the courting and all that. Yeah, definitely not my scene. Uh, the fact that there was magic in it, I was just like, okay, that's maybe this is going to be enough enough of a hook. I agree. And that was one of the things I really enjoyed about the book is I did, you know, of course, seeing the cover, I'm like, okay, there's a 
pair of scissors on here. It's called Half a Soul. I don't know how this all plays together. And literally, it explains everything in the like first two or yeah. three paragraphs. And I actually really enjoyed that. I was just like, okay, so it's a literal title. <laughs> it's not some kind of fanciful, oh, well, she's just not, she hasn't found a right person. She's only half a soul. I was kind of thinking it was something like that. I was like, oh, no, half of her soul is gone. And because of it, she doesn't feel feelings very well. Uh, and then the old dude was stabbed with scissors. And I'm just like, cool. <laughs> out, so yeah. I did. I did enjoy that part of the book. So uh, well, let's go ahead and, and, and talk about some different aspects of it, what we enjoyed and, and not and everything. Um, favorite part of the book, Chris? I love all of that etiquette. Like the whole etiquette and the, and the, and the dialogue, because it's all just ridiculous and wonderful to me. Um, it's the rules. I enjoy rules, and these rules are very specific for some reason, and I love it. Um, so I, I like every interaction that Dora has with somebody of regular, like who has a full soul and is like full of, you know, understands what she's saying. It's like scandal, Dora. Oh my. Because she's just says it. She says what everybody else is thinking, right? Like she just mm-hmm. says it. And I and I like that. And I um I I just any interaction she had with Elias I thought was I don't know, funny. It's like he enjoyed her getting under his skin. He really liked it for some mm-hmm. reason. And I liked that um when she was asking or he was telling how he came here, he was like Fairies don't lie. They they just don't. They're cruel, but they don't lie. So when I came here, I literally thought the French were evil. So I literally thought I was killing evil people. But then I find out humans lie. So then it's like, what's worse? Right? Are you yeah. brutally honest, but you're there's this cruelty, but you know where you stand. There's there's no you don't have to read between the lines. Or is there this kind of is it fake kindness and everybody lies and how do you trust and all this kind of stuff? So I thought that was, I liked that part very, very much. Uh, Ray, favorite part? Um, I think uh, like the ball scene where he, uh, he creates the stars and that, that was kind of a cool well, scene. Yeah. Um, but the, the one that stuck out the most for me was the second story at the end. I really liked the story of, uh, if you haven't listened to that part, it was, it was, uh, him and Albert yeah. uh, meeting in war and uh, and, and going, you know, and, and that's when they get more into detail about some of the magic as well as the whole, uh, he doesn't lie and he doesn't know what lying is. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I enjoyed that part quite a bit. I, I understand why it was a part of the book, but I do, uh, I'm glad that they did. Uh, Sean? Um, I didn't mind the interactions with Elias. And Albert, mm-hmm. uh, those two together, I I liked how they were paired. Um, and yeah, I gotta agree with Ray. The short story at the end was actually a much better story of how Albert and Elias meet. Mm-hmm. To me, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of along with with Chris on. I I like the interaction. I specifically like. So I've already said I'm not. This high society and all the rules and stuff, I I don't feel it. I don't grok it. Um, That being said, I liked seeing both of our main characters and their interaction with everyone else in that she can't comprehend it. And so she's just like, oh, did I make a mistake? Sorry. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, whatever, fuck it, move on. And I liked his interaction because he was... he. He knew, oh, no, I know this is not what I'm supposed to do, but you know what? Fuck you. This is how I am. And mm-hmm. I liked that very staunch. I really don't care what you think. Like, this is my job. I'm doing my job. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And in her in her aspect, it's I'm trying. Sorry. Like, it's just it was very blunt. And I actually I actually really did like that. Um, just as a side thought, because it occurred to me while while one of you was talking specifically about her. Um, and maybe I should be saving this to the question later on when we, you know, what would we ask the author? Um, did anyone else read this as a, um, I'm lost for the, the main word, looking at this as like being, her being half a soul would be 
you know, uh, an, an allegory to her being uh, autistic. <laughs> we we both talked about that. Okay, because yeah. that that kind of hit me. I kind of was like, okay, well, maybe this is this is you know exploring that idea from a more, um, I guess, not politically charged idea or whatever. Because that's kind of how she comes across is that you know this is just how how she is and. Mm-hmm. The inability to read people, that's something that is very much, you know, on that spectrum. I mean, not everyone hits it, but I mean, like, hell, sometimes I'm in, I'm in that spectrum, far of the spectrum. I'm just like, I have no idea how I'm supposed to interact with you. Uh, so whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's something that I kind of I kind of read into it. And I wasn't sure if, um, you know, Sean, did you do any, because you're kind of the researcher of the group. Did you do any research into was that something that she had planned for this book or something, you know, a take she had on this book or honestly, I didn't do quite as much research on this one. Okay. Um, fair enough. <laughs> but it, it, that whole like marrying off your daughters and stuff like that, just, it, it's not, I just don't like it. So well, I get it. And then it just kind of tainted, the rest of it. I also found the story itself pretty simplistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, on your thoughts, like on the autism spectrum, yeah, honestly, that didn't even cross my mind. But when she said it, it was like, oh, okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. So, but yeah, because somebody like that during that time in England would have been treated like that. Like, oh, yeah. would- absolutely as a less than person who was just sort of, and, and I, I think I like reading about that and watching movies about that because it did happen. Like you were as a, as a young woman, you were just something to be married off to. And if you couldn't and you became a spinster, then you became a burden and it wasn't, it wasn't ideal. So if you couldn't marry for love, you couldn't have the pick of the person you wanted to be with. You had to marry for money, especially if you didn't have any means yourself as a woman. So I'm, well, it, I'm just super happy it's not like that anymore. It's infuriating and fascinating to yeah. me how drastic some of the, or into the, into the lengths that some of these women, as in the mothers, would go to to sell off their daughters, especially yeah. to the highest bidder, in order to be okay themselves. And you see that in this in this story where the the aunt is so fucking terrible that she. Oh, yeah. She's like, how can you not think of me and what I like? I need money for when you're gonna when I'm like when you move out and your husband's gonna have to take care of me and it's like, fuck you, lady. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's it's fascinating but horrifying too. Oh no, I get it. And like I said, and, and I definitely got that too. I was just like, oh, okay, this is gonna be this this is gonna yeah. be a, a, a main part of the story. So I'm just whatever. Um. But you know, it, it it comes with it comes with that that time period and, and you know the territory for that. But uh, like I said, the biggest thing that hit me was like, and I don't even know when. I, no, it was it was early on in the book. Uh, specifically, I think just like in the very beginning when they were talking about the fact that oh well, she just she lacks the capability of mm-hmm. of you know picking up subtle hints. And I was like, oh, so she's autistic. And and that's yeah. I remember talking to Chris about that like early on in the book as well. I'm like. Is this like an like her being autistic? Is that what they're trying to describe and and kind of and it doesn't matter either way. No, no it I, doesn't. Uh, because I, I just thought it was an interesting conversation piece. Um, I, but, I was a little concerned because I figure uh, what's his name, the magician uh, that she. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, well, he's clearly autistic too. He's just on a different end of the spectrum. It's it's just. His is, you know, his is being explained as this is his upbringing. Hers is being explained as a medical condition, I guess you could call it or whatever. I was a little concerned as I got through the book, though, that uh, not knowing how it was going to end, I was just like, all right, well, if she gets her other half of her soul. Does that mean she's fixed yeah. and normal? Yeah. And I was like, that's. And you want that either. No, you yeah. know, if you're not, if she was not doing this as an, as an allegory for being autistic, I was like, okay, maybe she didn't see that this was what she was kind of putting forward or, and if she was, then lady, we need to have a conversation. Well, uh, but yeah, the way the book ends, I was just like, okay, no, cool. Like she's cool. This is just, this is how I am. And 
you know, except me for Horizon. So I liked that aspect of it. So sorry. I didn't mean to completely go down that rabbit hole, but no, I was, was kind of expecting y'all to honestly to kind of bring it up. So yeah. well, so it, it was something that we had discussed, and I was worried about the same thing as Eugene, where mm-hmm. it was like, like if if that's what she's saying that people that are just have only half a soul, and like that's I was like, oh, I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, I do appreciate how the story kind of went um, overall. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Uh, let's see here. Refer back to the notes. My phone keeps like locking me out, so I have to keep pulling me back up here. Uh, least favorite part. We'll go from the high to the low. Um, I think the least favorite part. Um, I just kind of how quickly it ended. It all wrapped up really quickly, and I never really like that in any book. I don't like it when it's like story, 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 story. Oh, and here in the last chapter, we're gonna just nearly tie everything up in a boat. It's all fine. It's like I hate that. You've drawn it out. Keep drawing it. Like you've gone this far. Why are you just suddenly now mm-hmm. changing the pace of the story? So that part, um, I didn't like. Although I did like that she just she gave resolution to all the characters. Like this person married this person. This person married this person. And this is where they live. And this is what happened. Look, but it was just all really quick for me. Yeah, it did wrap up pretty quick. So yeah. right, well, it started really quick. <laughs> it did, then what? That is very true. <laughs> Maybe that was the point, but I just personally. <laughs> now I have the picture. Now I have this picture of her writing this book, and she's like, "Okay, this is like this is only hundred pages, and it's just like I'll just draw out the middle as far as I can." <laughs> then do I think to the ending or to the first and third act? Yeah. The first and the third act stayed like that. The rest was just all second act. So, yeah. so, but I don't like. I I don't mind a quick beginning where they like you drop in the middle of the action, but like a quick ending. I just mm-hmm. think that, that's it. Okay, Ray. Um, I think for me the the explanation there's there was no explanation of how Elias got to Fay, like the fairy area of uh, yeah fairy fairy, fairy to yeah. to fairy. Uh, they didn't explain that at all, and they also didn't really explain um how Dora got stuck in fairy. Like they, yeah, they did well, yeah. yeah. You did, though. Yeah, kind of. Which is you. I want more detail about that. Maybe go down to 1.5 speed next time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I heard the explanation. I just didn't think that was good enough. I was like, no, too easy. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, what was your least favorite part? Or have you already covered it about the. All right, like the too easy thing, like this. Really, you look at the story, and the story is really simplistic. So I don't know what you were really expecting for a whole yeah. lot. Like they gloss over everything. It's like a whole story, like slapped on like a thing of Vaseline on it. It's just it's gonna glaze over it all. Um, a couple things. What any interaction with the ant? Because mm-hmm. that leads to the whole I don't know the rules and stuff like that. And, which is stupid. Um, they're in this huge war with France. Why the hell would they have anyone in the government with a French title? The Grand Saucier? Seriously. Well, that was a little odd, yeah. They, they did explain it in the end, in, though. In the, in the short story. In the short in story. The short story. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he killed the other sorcerer. The French yeah. sorcerer. So they're uh, so ours, took over and you, took, you took their title from them. Yeah, so that's why it worked. Yeah. Just, his, yeah. just doesn't yeah. seem like a very English yeah. thing to do. Explain, but would, not well. They're very much, oh, I'm taking it and making it our own. And yeah. <laughs> that was just kind of like, eh, we'll just use the name. Well, so. like, for the first bit, like, what the hell is a saucier? Like, I thought it was like a cook or a chef yes, or it something very like much that. Like, cook, yes. like, what the hell? Like, oh, is he going to, like, cook up a soup for me? Like, uh, that's going to win a war. Yeah, like, dumb. But, and then, yeah, I was disappointed when I actually realized what it was. I'm like, oh, this is even worse. I'd rather him be a cook. <laughs> so, um, he, he's out there in the front line. Wait till you taste this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Just bow down to my cooking skills. Yeah. Anyway, then- yeah, those are, those are the main things that, yeah. 
If you like this type of stuff, I got a book for you. I'll, I'll tell you later there, Chris. Okay. Okay. Um, mine was actually what you'd already covered, Sean. Anytime we got into the, you know, how do we have to, what all do I have to do to, to get you married off and everything like that. And I mean, you know, not that we live in that type of society right now, but, and even just having boys, I'm just like, this is just, ick. I'm just, <laughs> I understand it's historically accurate to the time and everything, but I was just like, eh, we move on. So, so the, to add on to that one, the workhouses, the description of the workhouses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, how could we actually treat people like that? Yeah. Yeah. Especially kids, especially when it went into talking. Yeah. It was around for a long time. Yeah, it did. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Um, thoughts on the writing? Um, so uh, this book reminds me a lot of another one I read called Soulless by Gail Berrigan. Berger? I remember anyway now. Um, and it is about a person who has no soul. Um, but she was born that way. And so she's actually part of like, kind of like a supernatural thing. Um, mm -hmm. she's not um, but it was it's set in the same time period. Um, and so it's the same regency rules and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was very similar to that. And for me, I this is a this is like a palate cleanser. I kind of need books with low stakes where it, it's just easy. Everything's easy. I'm not stressed out reading it uh, and like crying or anything like that because I'm to this <laughs> bed. Um, so when you read like really heavy books with like a lot of fight scenes or a lot of like high stakes stuff. Sometimes it's just nice to read something that you have to worry too much about. So Fair that's why, yeah, that's why I like how, I don't know, it was simple and I, that's what I liked it a lot. Great. That's on the writing. Um, it was fine. It was simple story. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was okay. Fair enough. <laughs> would be a way to, yeah. Uh, Sean, any thoughts on the writing? Yeah, it's. I agree with both Chris and right. Like it was a simple writing style. Not too much depth into anything, but yeah, every now and then you need that too. So yeah, yeah. I'll agree to that. Uh, yeah, nothing really to add to it. I mean, I I thought I was at least able to understand the writing like sometimes it gets way too like they like some writers want to try to be way too accurate you know yeah. we're said oh i'm setting it during this time period so i need to write as those writers would and it's just like okay you're using a bunch of words and phrases and stuff that i have no clue what you're talking about even in the context and i at least was able i was like oh i understand what's going on in the story so yeah um would you read another book by this author oh absolutely yeah she's got a because this is a trilogy right I think so. With the same characters? Yeah. So, uh, no, but it's the same. Um, so it's the next one's 10,000 Stitches, and then the one after that's called Long Shadow. And the 10,000 Stitches, there's like a little blurb in the back of the book. Um, and it's uh, about a uh, Regency housemaid uh, named Euphemia Reeves, and she acquires a fairy godfather. So it's the same world, but it's not even the continuation of the same characters. I, I don't think so. Huh. I don't think it could be a continuation because they did wrap it up. Wrapped it all completely. up. Yeah. The only thing I could think that they could be able to continue is that um, Dora and Elias had an orphanage and you could do the story of the orphans that were there, but that's about it. But yeah, so there's two other books. And I guess I, I want to read more. Okay. Right? Um, I don't think I'd go out of my way. <laughs> To, to find one of her books? <laughs> that's, that's a very politically nice thing. John? Nope. nope. No, no, good. Thanks. I'm not going to pick up any of her other books. I don't really have anything against it. It's just not really my cup of tea. That being said, if if our next round of books, if, if Chris picks another one of her books, I'll be like, all right. Like I'm not gonna shy away from it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like, oh, great, I gotta do this again. I'll be like, all right, cool. Well, it, it's fine. It's it's yeah. just not my cup of tea. But like I said, I definitely we have definitely read some stuff that I would not go back to, and this is not one of those. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, let's see. I really should be. I really should have these written out or something so I can keep looking at them easier. Um, I don't know. Did the book impact your mood? Um, I'm gonna say no. Just like, it, like you said, it was low stakes. There wasn't any time that I felt pressure or anything like that. I was just like, okay, well, we're still rocking along in the story, so it, it didn't really impact me that way. What about you, Chris? Um, yeah, because it was a time period that I'm really interested in, so mm-hmm. I I was interested um, with her take on it, and it yeah, it was in the, it it was it didn't make me stressed out before bed, so that was good, and it made me happy at the end. <laughs> okay, uh, Ray. Um, I I think I would like it was a mild inflection one way or the other, so. I'd get annoyed at how they treat, <laughs> treated people, or right. I'd get like, I, you know what? I kind of felt like Dora. It was the long-tailed feelings that I yeah, had for. <laughs> Such a good way to describe feeling, though. It's so a slight annoyance or a slight joy, mm-hmm. but nothing overpowering. Yeah, fair enough, uh, Sean. Just slight annoyance, really. It was. <laughs> really come on and then I, I found i was like how much do i have left in this book i was checking that a lot <laughs> gotcha um any lingering questions no for not me, really like like y'all said no, she did a good job wrapping it up it was wrapped it all up, wrapped up but at least it was wrapped up yeah it was all wrapped up i just you know maybe why this time period that's all I would ask, but that's just more of my curiosity than anything. Why iron? Because that's like a staple of fa- all fairies across all stories cannot tolerate iron. That's just a really thing. I didn't. So that's like a, a running thing. I that's didn't know like that. a canon thing that all fairies you know, I cannot thought, tolerate. I it's their kryptonite. No, it's their crypt- iron is their kryptonite. I would have that thought. and ash, ash wood, is uh, also which my. I'll have to add that to my quiver of things to know in case I ever have to battle uh, <laughs> imaginary creatures. Uh, Got to get some silver yeah. for some silver bullets and uh, some, some iron. iron for some fairies. For fairies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, I, just the the explanation of how you get from one land to the other. I, that's what I'm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't covered very well, but yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I did halfway expect, I was like, so is it like a door? Is it something like you mentally like transport yourself or something? Because, yeah. It's yeah. a mental Give me thing. Some, Well, but no, because oh. Elias brought the physical scissors to her. I don't know. So. I don't care. I think <laughs> How did you get there with the scissors? Uh, yes. You no. Know? <laughs> what was the dust that you blew in her eyes so that she could see the screams? What's going on? Again, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Ray cared a lot. Apparently. I don't like vagueness. Sean, do you have any lingering questions? No. No, I was, uh, I was good. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I think we kind of covered it. Would you recommend the book? Well, okay. Would you recommend the book? Uh, Chris, would you recommend the book? I think for somebody who wants to, who hasn't read um, like a fantasy novel before and they uh, read very much historical fiction, I would be like, this is a good way to sort of dip your toe because it is, it's very low, um, low fantasy and really good introduction, I think, to, to fantasy. So if somebody was interested in it, I would probably recommend this book or, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that. In fact, uh, for, uh, when I was writing the uh, the um, blurb for the you know for the the podcast episode or whatever, I think I even said it's it's um, uh, someone said it was something else. I was like, I don't know quite. I was I said it was kind of like uh, Bridgerton with a, a dash of Harry Potter, just a dash, oh, just a little bit of fairies. Yeah, li- little bit. Not we're not going all in or anything like oh, that. No, 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 no. So if you if, yeah, just if you were curious about whether you'd even like fantasy and you do like historical fiction, then yeah. I'm sorry, Ray? Uh, not to Sean. I would not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to know what their tastes are before I bring up this book. And Sean, I'm assuming it's a, it's a name. But 
Like everything, though. It depends on who you're talking to. That's like, very true, yeah. I would maybe recommend it to like a, a young teen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just still trying to find the genre they like. Yeah. This is this has got a mix of a couple. Mm-hmm. Not, not a great mix, but there's a mix. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't know that many young teens. So. Well, I guess I do. I do know quite a few. Oh, few. You have some teenagers at home. This is an yeah. amazing. um well uh unless you listen to any at any point chris you won't even be able to comment what did you think of the narrator right um i think she did okay and you know what i will say listening to it at a faster speed i didn't mind her male voices for the most part this is one of the few female narrators that i can tolerate her male voices Mm -hmm. Uh, but I did have to speed it up because there was no way that I could listen to it one times. Did you send that to me on Instagram or did we send that to the group or did I just see that? I don't know if our algorithms logged up, but I know exactly what you're talking about. And yeah, it's like playing like beautiful music and it's like starting to listen to a book and it's a female voice. And then it's like, as soon as she hits the first male voice and they're just like, Oh God, no. Yeah. Yeah, we all have we all have our go to, and it's always like this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Sean, what do you think of the narrator? Um, she wasn't bad. Um, yeah, usually male voices for females tend to be a little rough. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I actually I really liked her, Albert. Um, yeah. 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 Um, no, I I think the narration was uh, pretty decent. I listen to it at two times speed, like I normally do. Um, usually, there's only been one book that I can still think of that I had to slow down just because of the content, and that was because of Carrie Fisher's book when she was talking about all the crazy stuff with her mom. I had to slow it down because I, my brain cannot handle those concepts. Um, but otherwise, usually the only slow down because the narration is not that good, or the voice just has something a quality that just doesn't carry. And I was perfectly, you know, no issues going through it. So yeah, I, I give her high marks on that. So, um, actually, maybe we, I should have brought this up here. Were there any themes, tropes, or anything in the book that uh, you wanted to explore? And we've already kind of talked about the um, analogy to it being, you know, uh, possibly. Uh, um, Anyway, um, <laughs> I hate when that happens. Did you did you feel like it, they did a good job? I will say yes. Like I said, it really kind of because of the ending. That's why I felt like it was okay. Uh, like I said, had it in had the book ended where she got the other part of her soul back, and that's when she was quote unquote fixed or normal, or however you want to put it. Um, I think that would have been like ah no, sorry, I, I can't follow this. But I was I was fine with the way it ended. I, I was fine with. Uh, if that's what she was presenting. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe she wasn't. Maybe she was just like, no, I'm just trying to figure out how to show what, what it would it be like if you only had half a soul because yeah. you wouldn't have feelings as well. <laughs> so definitely don't want to put any words in this woman's mouth. No. When was this written, by the way? I didn't even know. Um, 2020, I think. So it's not too old. Uh, Yeah, 2020. Oh, yeah. So it's a newer book. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So there shouldn't, there's not really any excuse to, uh, well, I didn't really think about it that way. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anything else, any other themes or anything else that was brought up in the book that um, you enjoyed, wanted to explore, thought about? Uh, I liked Albert uh, falling for the ex-governess. Ex-governess. Oh, yeah. Oh. I like that that was a scandal. That's a scandal. That's oh, a my scandal. God. Yeah. Because yeah. it would have been. Totally would have Oh, been. yeah. I, mean, I can imagine, but. Him blow that much of his station and he's marrying a spinster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess just we'll go ahead and wrap up with uh, overall thoughts. I'm, I'm assuming it's it's a, a like, like, no, like. I'm going in the order that we've been going in. <laughs> well, like. Yeah. Read it because it was my choice. Yeah, but uh, 
I I got through it and you I did. didn't mind it. So oh. <laughs> you mind it. There you go. There you go. High praise from Ray. <laughs> Put that on the book cover. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are other books that we have. I didn't even bother getting through or even yeah. trying to start in some cases. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was telling someone the other day, I was like, I'm the only member of the group that's read yeah. every one of them. I've read yeah. all of them. I am extremely impressed. I, I have to keep going. I mean, I'm also kind of the host. It would kind of suck for me to show up and be like, well, I didn't bother with this one. Sorry. <laughs> I like it when you tell me, oh, Sean, you probably shouldn't read this. <laughs> I do looking appreciate up, those. This one's not for you, just sit it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, and yeah. I mean, Can't I try to do that, that for everyone else. So, like, you know, I, when we get around to Sean and I's books uh, in January and February, like, I really would like Chris to read them, but I'm definitely letting you know there's going to be some parts where you might just need to uh, pass forward a little bit. Yeah, so. Sean's giving me a heads up. I'm going to listen to it first, and I'll let Chris know. Yeah, okay, cool. So he knows more or less what what I'm her thinking, limit is. You know, what my yeah. limit is. So he's going to listen to it, and if if it's like you're fine, then I will. But if it's like, then I'm definitely not. If he makes a it's face, like it. a minute, you could like literally skip over it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it doesn't go on and on. It's it's yeah. You'll well, honestly, the roughest thing is in the second book. And you you know what's going to happen, so you just know okay this this doesn't end well for this character. Skip a little forward ahead. All right, we yeah. keep moving on. So yeah, you're, you're definitely going to have. Oh, I'll, I'll maybe Crystal read yeah. it. Then listen to it's it. totally <laughs> worth it. It so. is. They are really good. Books, <laughs> All right. Um, well, that so is John. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is our book. Let's go ahead and talk about, uh, well, we're going to just throw out there. So our, our schedule, I mean, we, we may have changed it up a little bit since last time we talked. Um, we decided in December, instead of moving on to our next book and series, we're going to do just kind of a, a yearly wrap up thing and talk about all the other books that we didn't re uh, review on this show. So anything that you've read, uh, that we didn't talk about, you know, on the show or in previous shows or whatever, we're going to discuss that next month. So just kind of a, kind of a catch up. What else have we been reading type episode? Mm -hmm. uh, and then in uh, January, we're going to read uh, Demon by Daniel Suarez. Uh, February, we will read the uh, sequel, Freedom TM, also by Daniel Suarez. And then we have Joseph's book in March, Jennifer's book in April, and Ray's book in May. So uh, so with that, let's go ahead and move on to what else you've been reading, Chris? Oh, my God, so much. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I should have brought my notebook down. Um, <laughs> I finished uh howl's moving castle um which i didn't realize was written in 1986 it's really good it would be i would have loved this as a kid mm -hmm. really would have loved it and i now want to watch this video uh ghibli movie um then i finished today i finished another um audiobook and it was free um i told oh, Ray yeah, about I it mainly because Brennan Fraser's one of You didn't the, tell me about it. I downloaded it before you told oh, me. Oh, I know which one that one is. Yeah, so it's called The Downloaded. Um, yeah, I, I, I listened to that one. <laughs> okay, so it's got a various cast. Uh, I thought it was it was a good story. I mean, I liked it. Um, I really like listening to Brennan Fraser. <laughs> it's a free one? It yeah. was, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. It's like five. It's original. It's yeah. a quick one, too. It's five and a half hours. So I just finished that one. So it'll be like two hours for you. Yeah, it'll be two hours. Yeah. yeah. So I just finished that one, um, and then I finished uh, a book called This Is How You Lose the Time War. Um, it's a really short book, too. It's about just under 200 pages, and it's a um, a joint effort between two authors. I can't remember their names right now. Um, and it's a kind of post-apocalyptic love story written through letters of these two different types of entities. So red is part of a technocracy, and then blue is part of like this organic um, organism, like hive kind of thing. And so they have to jump back and forward through time, trimming these strands um, to sort of make the timeline go the way they each side needs to. Um, and they meet up, they, they connect through these letters that they read each other through the different strands and times and they slowly fall in love with each other. And it was really, it was a bit 
hi, I'm like, I'm not, I don't know if this is, I'm getting it because <laughs> of the way that it was written, but it was beautiful. Um, and then now I'm reading, I think you got this for me. It's called Unnatural Magic by C.M. Um, Waggoner. And you started it last night. I started it last night. Um, and it's very info dumpy at the beginning. Like I'm like, because it's just the amount of information I've been fed. Uh, it's a magical system, magical school. Um, and then the second character part is a troll who's um, basically trying to find her clan, but then like humans are getting murdered and they're blaming the trolls and all this kind of stuff. So, and then eventually the two characters merge and their stories connect eventually. I think that's what it said. So it's, it's it was a lot of information and a lot of, a lot of fucking, if you're gonna, one of the trolls' names has 14 letters in it. How the fuck am I supposed to pronounce that? <laughs> Jeez. So it's literally, that's how I say it in my head. Just because I cannot, it's so, anyway, don't do that. If you are ever listening to your writing, please do not make your character's names 14 letters long. It's ridiculous. If that's not the language you speak, don't make them that name. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> or just go with the, the the old trope of uh sorry you're you're you, you can't you can't pronounce it in your tongue or yeah. your human brain yeah. can't comprehend it so just call me Tom. You know. Exactly. So. I love that. That's, that would have been way better. I the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ray, you've been reading anything else? Uh totally honest, no. Uh I haven't I've been my focus was to get through this book and then I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and other things. Um, there's actually one podcast that I just finished up. It was really interesting. Um, it was on Serial, which is, uh, <clears throat> it's put on by New York Post, uh, or no, New York Post. I think it's in like, they, they do articles. Anyway, um, they, they do a bunch of different series and it's, they start off as like a murder, like a murder type of, um, podcast. However, they do all sorts of different crimes. There's some really fascinating deep dives. Uh, and what they'll do is they'll release series. So uh, this one was a four episode. I listened to another one, which is like a six episode. Um, and it's a really deep dive into a particular crime or, or um, even if it's, yeah, it, it, it was just, it's really kind of cool. So, okay. But as uh, for anything, no, I haven't. No. So fair enough. Sean, you've been reading anything else? Um, so I did listen to the downloaded, which it was Brendan Fraser. It, Facebook was listening to me and like space is right there. Up. Yeah, just... I was like, oh, I gotta listen to this. So ah. I, it was really good. It, it was a short one. Um, yeah, I did listen to Still Just a Geek mm -hmm. by Will Wheaton. So that was like twenty six hours or something. It's like long. That. Holy crap. Um, that I knew, I like being a, a fan or Star Trek fan. I, I knew about a lot of the crap he went to, but went mm -hmm. through and stuff like that. But still, it was like, oh, yeah, feel for you, dude. It was yeah. it was hard. The when when he when he starts talking about the movie that they filmed overseas with him and his sister, and how he oh, was physically yeah. how they were physically abused and stuff. That's when I was just like, okay, dude. Like I don't know how you gotten where you are at this point yeah. like, i understand you being broken and running away and not and not wanting to share and everything so yeah but, um yeah. so yeah that took up quite a bit started listening to making it so uh, which will be jen's pick i believe mm -hmm. uh, that's the patrick stewart autobiography oh did that's did she say that that was her yeah. pick yeah. yeah oh okay i need to go and put that um, in the notes then so dev and i we're listening to that together when we drove Patrick back to Ottawa. So we had a lot of time and then we listened to a lot of it coming back, but now I can't finish it without her. So <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's about three quarters done. <laughs> I, I will get back to it. Um, what else? What else? What else? And then right now I'm listening to my side of the mountain. Um, I don't know if you remember, there was an old movie kid that like runs away and like survives on the side of a mountain. 
with you. I loved the movie as a kid. Um, it was so great. And then for some reason, I went looking in for Audible for it. I'm like, yeah, this is probably based on a book. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it was. So it's just a, sh- I think it's like five hours, six hours. Um, but just even listening to it is like, oh, I can remember the movie. It's like one of those childhood things. So Gotcha, yeah. But I think the book was written in like 1954 or something like that. Like it's a, it's an older mm-hmm. book. But no, I'm really enjoying it. I'm almost done. It, yeah. Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> um, I hadn't been listening to a lot. Honestly, I went back and re-listened to a bunch of stuff. I was actually going to go back through here and just kind of relook. I went ahead and went back all the way through the um, uh, because it was because it was uh, October. I went back and re-listened to a bunch of um, Stephen King stuff. So I went back and re-listened to like Needful Things, Revival, Salem's Lot. Um, I went all the way back through the Magic 2.0 series just because I was in the mood for that. Um, the So I haven't fully read anything new, but I started making it so... <laughs> Uh, and i almost want to slow it down that's it is a it's a decent sized book uh but a part of me does kind of want to slow it down just because it's patrick Stewart reading it um Um, how far are you oh i'm i'm i've i'm uh, is he still a kid oh yeah okay yeah enjoy that slow it down Mm -hmm. for that okay and then there's a shit ton of his theatrical stuff and he's like name drops and like the stuff he he talks about it like you should know this because it's such a big deal and we're like who the fuck is he talking about now <laughs> like and it's it's literally for hours like oh. so speed that up okay we're finally getting to the star trek stuff and it's like oh i've been waiting hours for this fucking it here so but the the kid stuff is fascinating i thought yeah it, was it is really interesting but then yeah it just bogs down into unless you're into theater um when you may know these companies that he worked for and the names and stuff like that i won't but i'll be honest yeah then <laughs> yeah speed that up <laughs> okay i mean i mean i may uh take your advice on that of course at right now, I may just go ahead and drop in because hell, that would be an afternoon. I may just go ahead and do the downloaded just because y'all both seem to have enjoyed it and knock oh, it out yeah. and then so, back, so. yeah. Because sometimes I'm just like, it, it's not that I'm not enjoying the book. It's just like, wow. dang it, I've only got thirty minutes. Do I really want to start on this again? Then have to stop and not be able to mm-hmm. get back to it for another day or so. So I may just drop that mm-hmm. in there just to kind of keep going. So, but yeah. well, I, I thought. Another book that I finished. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, no, there is another one that I read. Anyway, it's called Divine Rivals by Rebecca Ross. Um, it is an enemies to lover. Um, it's set in like a parallel universe where gods have now woken and they're having this war and humans are sort of like collateral damage. And these two, they're 18 and 19. They start a correspondence through these magical typewriters, which was pretty cool. The best love scene I have ever read, ever in any book. So much so I read it twice. It wasn't, was it graphic or anything like smutty or anything? It was just the way that she wrote it was just beautiful. I'm like, oh. So now I have to wait till next year for the fucking second book to come out. But um, this, it was, it was really good. I didn't really care about the war and the gods or anything like that. But it does. Mm-hmm. It's a good. Um, uh, a, it's a good story about um trauma war like how it affects people and soldiers and stuff like that and and kind of family dynamics and and stuff like that but yeah in the best love story the love scene ever 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 okay i just remembered something else another thing in this book that i wanted to bring up specifically with you chris okay uh and that was um uh, of course, I, I know how you feel about the book now, but um, the fact that uh, old dude starts off as the, oh, I'm I'm tough and I don't care about things and I'm a man and that, that and I was just like, oh, is it gonna be another one of these of, uh, even though she's not, she can't really pine over anyone, she just she doesn't have that capability. But I was just like, is this another one of those? Oh, you know, this dude's really not someone 
women should be going after. But, you know, in the book series, you've because you've talked about that, you you hate that trope now in books. And when he has a oh, scene, the scene where he like completely breaks down, I was like, OK, this is the dude. This is totally not that dude. And I, I kind of rather liked that. So. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that was the first no, thing I thought of when he first thing. appeared. I was just like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, no, I hate alcohol. So I, at the, I knew he wasn't going to be like that. There's like this. Um, it was the way other people talked about him in the mm-hmm. book, like the way Albert talked about him, and, and and other people in general, like the ants and stuff, um, and Lady Carraway, that they the way they talked about Elias. I'm like, he's not. He's not an alcohol. He's just weird, and they don't like it. So mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, I hate alcohols. I hate, ugh, hate it. They're yeah. Whole book. Yeah, totally. Whole book series I refuse to read because of that. Well, like I said, and I just thought about that when you were when you were talking. I was <laughs> no, just like, I, hey, I was going to bring that up. No, I never thought for once. So. Okay, fair enough. All right, well, that is our episode for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star review on iTunes, Google, wherever you listen to the show. You can also watch it on uh, YouTube at Epically Geeky. You can find us at epicallygeeky.com where you can find the other apps, or the other shows that we do, including the Epically Geeky show, Creatively Geeky, and uh, Sustainably Geeky. Uh, we're actually going to be recording a new episode of Epically Geeky, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after next, so there should be a new episode then. Um, still trying to decide exactly what I'm going to talk about. Well, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> And then you can find us on some of the social media, at least Instagram and Facebook, uh, at Epically Geeky. Where can we find you online, Chris? Uh, on Instagram at Moody Midlife. Right. Trying to find a good book to listen to in May. Um, and the, the <laughs> Yeti in, is in, on Instagram. Sean? Screwing with Wikipedia. You got to make them earn that $3 they're asking for now or whatever. So <laughs> probably not such a good idea. And your favorite broken toy spelled the Canadian way on Instagram. And as always, you can find my individual wacky adventure online at Optimus Chain on Facebook and Instagram. For everyone on the site, have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 